I'm Mara Mellon, and this is The Running Mellon. I wanted to make a podcast about mom life, running, and training for a half marathon. So if you're doing any of those three things, or you just want to tune in for a lesson, grab a glass of wine or milkshake, whatever your favorite drink of choice is, untie your running shoes, and let's get into it. All right, welcome to episode three of The Running Mellon. Um, sorry for delay in recording, but life got in the way, and I think I just need to take a second to say that, um, as a healthcare worker, it felt kind of selfish to be talking about something that I was doing for fun when I know I'm a little jaded just seeing a lot of, uh, sad things at work, so, but after some encouragement from my coworkers and my family, um, I think... It was just time to hop back on and start recording again. And since I have kept everyone waiting, I have my first guest. And it just happens to be my husband, Mike. So we have finally finished our half marathons. And we are ready to talk about it. So, hi, Mike. Hi. All right. (laughs) Perfect. Um, So... Why did you start running, or why did you pick running as our quarantine hobby this year? I think I picked running because, I mean, you said it, quarantine. We couldn't really do anything else, especially add a one-year-old to the mix. You can't really go to the gym as a family or go play any sports or anything that requires, you know, somewhere to go and having to take a kid and them being able to participate. So we already had a jogging stroller. We could strap him in, make him happy with snacks and our phone so that he could watch Blippi and he would be content for know our time and you could do it outside with a lot of places being closed Um, so yeah Mm -hmm. and we started out running 5k and then we just we have to talk about Nick Bear we just started watching him this dude he's like an old special forces guy and he had this YouTube video and just came in the living room there's this half naked buff dude just on the TV talking about running and I was sold but, um, so after our half marathon, we had already, or before our 5k was even over, we started talking about running a half marathon. So like I mentioned previously, I was out for the count for a little bit with that stress fracture. But after that, man, we both started on a half marathon training guide. How did you pick that? And like, what did you look for? Cause I've had people ask me like, you know, they want to start running and what did we use? So what did you pick? Because you really guide our training. You picked what days we're going to do what. You looked at my work schedule, everything. Um, I literally Googled half marathon running plan. <laughs> and I just looked. You can just do the Google images is the best way to look because you can see them all quickly and scroll through. And I just looked for something that I felt that we could actually do 
So there's a lot of them that have some crazy stuff, um, a bunch of different types of runs, a little more advanced than what, where we're at. But honestly, I looked, and if there were days or workouts that I was like, I don't really want to do that, I didn't pick that one. <laughs> oh, the truth is coming out finally after. Um, so what do you think you did well when it came to half round? I mean, like, should I go first? Do you want to go first? You go first. Okay. What'd you do well when you were training for your half marathon? Training or running it? Training for the half marathon. Because I got like 10 weeks to cover. <laughs> um, just doing it. Even if it was slow or you don't feel good that day or it sucked and it was hard, just keep going. And we, yeah, yeah. I mean, we did end up skipping a lot. Of, I mean, not a lot, but some stuff with but getting back out there and not stopping after missing a couple of days or whatever yeah you were more um strict with yours like i i knew like that's something i could have done better is actually do the strength training and the stuff but you stuck with it pretty well um but i'm just to say when we were running and it had been like hard, like we were up with Cal all night, like it definitely took, I feel like it took more of a toll on me because then when he wasn't feeling good and he would be in the stroller just screaming, I would just, I couldn't do it. It freaked me out, stressed me out even more. And it was just more flight in the fight and flight response or more fight. Cause I did not want to run. But anyways, um, what did you not do well when it came to preparing for your half marathon? Um, strength training. I say that's probably what we skipped the most, um, because it was just easy not to do. You know, when you're running or training to run, you you feel worse if you skip your running workouts, I guess. Um, and you can kind of get by without doing strength training, but I think that would have really helped. Maybe with speed and some of the kind of nagging injuries. Um, that's what a lot of people say. Strength training really helps you not get injured. Hmm. If you were to ask me, it would be fuel. We have terrible diets. Yeah, that's definitely <laughs> also one of them. Yeah, and it's so weird that when you eat like crap, you feel like crap. So, um, before we get into talking about our races and everything that happened before, what would you do, or should, maybe I should ask this afterwards, about for the next one? We'll save it, we'll save it. So, last weekend, the weekend of the second and third, we were supposed to run our half marathon together, but we had something come up um, that I could not go, and... Um, it wasn't a family emergency, but it was an issue um, where no one could watch Cal, and we did not want to take him because it was either like he would have he he had never rode in the car seat or in the stroller that long, or we would have to leave the day the night or the morning of, drive almost three hours, him ride in the 
stroller for three hours and then drive three hours back. And that just would be selfish to take him through that. So um, we talked about it, and I already knew, like, before, like, I probably wasn't going to be able to go. Um, and then Mike said he was going to go. I'm not going to lie. I, I cried. I got really upset because it was something that we've been working hard to do together. We started this together, and it was upsetting to me that, like, I, as much as I wanted him to go and do it because I know he'd worked hard, like, I had that, like, FOMO, like, it was just, you know, the unknown. I don't know. I was just upset, but, um, just, I held down the fort here while Mike went to go run his race. He immediately FaceTimed me after, and then, um, I actually, this past, this, yesterday, I ran my half marathon. We'll call it a virtual because I took my bib from the race with me. But um, I think it was supposed to be that way because how I feel today and my limited mobility, I couldn't imagine us both being as sore as we are and still having to take care of Cal. <laughs> so I'm glad we could split that up. But um, I think now's a good time to talk about Mike's race. So go ahead. All right, well, the race was the Greenbrier River Trail Marathon slash half marathon. It was the inaugural in-person half marathon. Uh, they did a virtual option last year. The full marathon started in Cass, West Virginia, and finished in Marlinton, which is where the half started. So the half was an out-and-back race. Um, the, the marathon was a point-to-point. -point. So I went... Well, I don't remember exactly how we picked this race to do. I think I really Googled flat half marathons. <laughs> yeah. And that was one of the ones that came up. Um, because the full marathon is actually slightly downhill the whole way. And the half marathon ended up being, it was downhill out and slightly uphill back, but still generally flat. Um, so, yeah, it was kind of crazy. I wasn't sure I was going to actually get to go until about 5 p.m. the night before. So I didn't leave the house until 7 p.m. after a cow had gone to bed. Drove two and a half hours um, to Snowshoe, which is where I stayed, which was still about half an hour away from where the race started. So I got there about you know nine o'clock. So all I really did was get in bed and uh, try to get a good night's sleep. Woke up the next morning, I think at 6.40, because the race was going to start at 9.45. And I had half a banana and half a bagel with peanut butter. Because I could not force myself to eat the full banana or a bagel. I was just going to get sick. And you had to pack your food, because you didn't know if anything was going to be open. Yes, I, I packed my food the night before, and luckily they had a fridge in the hotel room, and I was able to keep my water cold and everything. 
Oh, and I also drank a bottle of electrolytes. What kind of electrolytes? Plug that. Yeah, shout out Bear Performance Nutrition uh, fueled a lot of our training and running. It's good. So then I got in the car and drove the additional probably 30 minutes to the start. Luckily, when I was close, there were a lot of other cars in front of me because I lost service completely and my GPS just kind of stopped. But it started at a park. Um, it was just the half marathoners at the start, obviously, because the marathon started somewhere else and finished there. So there were only maybe 150 people there. It wasn't too bad. So when I got there, the first thing I did was, well, I had to pick up my race packet and my bib and everything. But I looked for porta potties because I did not want to have to go to the bathroom during the run. It, was, it actually worked out really well with only being a pretty small race in consideration um, as some of the races like the Boston Marathon today had 30,000 people. So there were plenty of porta potties around. They did a good job. Um, I think I went to the bathroom at least three times before the race. That, that was most of my morning getting ready for the race was waiting in line for the bathroom. <coughs> so I did a small warm-up. Um, for these longer runs, I don't like to run before, during my warm-up. I just kind of save it for the first couple miles of the run. So I just did a light dynamic stretch. I got to the start line about five minutes before it started. Stood in the back because I wasn't sure. I knew I was going to be fairly slow in the beginning and didn't want to be in anyone's way. I ended up having to pass some people at the beginning because there were people that were uh, that walked the whole race. But I tried to start off really slow because I, I was thinking it was going to average about 12 minute miles which would finish roughly two hours, 40 minutes or so. So that's what we've been running in our training. So that's how I started out. My first four miles, I think, were, were all around about 12 minutes. In the four mile mark, I caught up with uh, these three guys that were running together. <coughs> I actually talked to them for maybe about half a mile. They were from Pennsylvania. It was one of their first half marathons like mine. Another guy hadn't ran one in like 12 years. And I don't know if it was adrenaline just from the race and talking to some of the other runners, but I really started to really feel good and felt like I was running pretty slow running. So I decided to pick it up a little bit. So mile five, I started running about an 11 minute mile. And then five to 10. 10 I ended up being at about a 10 minute mile. So I gradually got faster from mile five to 10. 
I was feeling really good, surprisingly. You know, my legs weren't tired, my breathing was going really well, and it, I could only toss it up to the adrenal and other race and all the other runners being around. <coughs> but I figured, I thought I was going to try to go for my original goal when we signed up for a half marathon was two and a half hours. So that's what I wanted to try to get. As I was getting towards, I think mile, mile 11, I hit two hours flat almost exactly. So I knew I was running about 10 minute miles and I knew if I could do, put two more 10 minute miles together, I could finish in under two hours and 20 minutes. So that was my new goal. And it really felt pretty good until mile 11. From mile 11 to mile 12, all I could think about was getting to mile 12. And I knew at that point all I'd have to do is run one mile. And actually it ended up, my 5k that I ran... In June. In June, yeah. I finished in 30 minutes, so I ran. That was my fastest 5k this year since we've been running again and actually the last 5k of my race ended up being 29 minutes so I PR'd my 5k for this year after running 10 miles so I finished I got my medal uh, walked around they had a ton of food and Gatorade and waters for the runners um, I think I FaceTimed Mara and told her and I FaceTimed my buddy David and FaceTimed my parents and then they were going to do the awards which if you would have asked me before the race there would have been no chance I was going to be in any of the awards top three from age group anything like that but since I felt so good I actually thought maybe there was a chance that I was number three in my age group. Yeah, you seem pretty, I don't, I don't know, aspirational. <laughs> when you called me, you were, I think that was a runner's high, because I don't, I've never experienced what I was running, but you seemed on another level after you called me. And that was really probably the best I've ever felt after running a race. I don't know what it was, uh, you know, I wasn't exhausted I definitely think I did have that runner's high I ended up not being top three for my age group um, I was number five I'm not sure how many people there were a million but I would have been my age group was 25 to 29 I would have finished top three in 30 to 34 so next year next year yeah think we're you're doing a huge disservice to your marathon recap or half marathon if you don't talk about your gels your g1m or your waffle yeah so my fueling strategy we've been practicing with honey stinger energy chews and waffles and my goal was to and also G1M, Bear Performance Nutrition. What is G1M? 
it's like a carbohydrate electrolyte beverage powder like mix. Intra and like a endurance fuel. Yeah. While you were running. So for the honey stinger energy chews, it's there's like seven little gummies, I guess. And they have it's a total of like thirty five grams of carbohydrates and it's like seventy milligrams of caffeine. So since there are seven chews, I took one before the start, and then I took one every two miles. So at two, four, six, eight, ten, and twelve. And then for my waffle, um, I split it up into fours, and I took it at, or I ate it at three, six, nine. I actually ended up not eating my last piece at mile 12 because I was just trying to finish and I didn't feel like I needed it. But I think the waffle had about 20 grams of carbs. And then I wore a flip belt, which could hold two water bottles. They're about 11 ounces of water each. Thanks, crummy marathoners, for that suggestion. For yeah. <laughs> Um, and I put one scoop of G1M Sport in each bottle, which I think was 20 carbs a scoop. I think I had it added up uh, to just under 100 grams of carbs for the whole race. And then also there were five water stops. And I think at the first three I drank drank the water the last two and just poured it on my head or on my back because it was starting to warm up <clears throat> but really from fueling to the running and breathing everything just felt perfect I, I don't know if I could have ran a better race sometimes I think I'm not sure if I'll be able to run that good again so I ended up doing negative splits, which and it is basically just running a little faster every mile, um, which really surprised me that I was able to speed up through the race and even at the end. <coughs> uh, but overall, I think uh, Greenbrier River Show Marathon did an awesome job, especially with the inaugural half marathon everything went really smooth um, they had awesome vendors at the end they had a, a spinal realignment group that had all these different um, I don't know what you call them but you they'd have you lay on these pads and on your back and to kind of readjust your back after the run and then there's another business that had compression boots which I did um, they kind of just pumped air through the boots and it's supposed to help circulate new blood into your legs to help with recovery and that felt really great afterwards <coughs> okay. I think that's about it so after you called me I was 
excited for him, but then also I just felt, immediately felt bummed because I Mike's been a huge encouragement for me this whole time, and thinking that like well he was like I don't know if I can ever run that again I was like okay so I'm either not gonna be able to do this by myself or I'm not I'm not I was just not in a good headspace but he came home and um you know I let him talk about it I was trying to be happy for him and um I was just really tired because um Cal had woken up through the night and it was you know I had the dogs and it was you know doing it's hard being a parent I don't know uh single parents do it but it's just, it was rough. But anyways, so this week, um, we had planned on doing it together because Mike had purchased something a couple weeks ago and came and he would not open it. And I kept asking him, I was like, is this for the race? Is this for the race? And he was like getting mad at me because I always ruin every surprise, which he does too. But, um, so he said he had some things for me, but I had to actually finish the race. So I knew in my head that we were going to run it. I started like fueling a little bit. Um, and then Saturday I, we went to the bike here that we usually do some of our shorter runs on. And, um, we were doing our two mile shakeout and, uh, we, you know, I was, it, I haven't really ran in a long time. I started playing rec league soccer, which has been like, I, I call it my cross training because it's like sprints and you know, you're, you know, using some accessory muscles, I guess. I don't know if that's the right thing, but, um, I haven't really ran, ran in a long time just because work's been crazy. And, you know, we've been kind of busy over here, but, um, it felt good to get out there. And then I noticed like Cal and Mike, which Mike was pushing the stroller, kind of started falling a little bit behind. And then, um, we split the AirPods and he'll take the right one and I take the left one and, uh, it was starting to break up and Mike had actually stopped. So, um, next time I saw it, like I came back around and, um, he just kind of offered, he was like, do you want to run this tomorrow by yourself? And I was like, immediately kind of freaked out about that because I didn't know. I just, you know, and then he was like, well, you can go tomorrow. And I think you'll actually surprise yourself about how well you'll do. So bonus to that, as much as I love Cal, sometimes when he starts, um, like, I wouldn't say whining, but it's just like, just tired of sitting for so long, which, you know, that's fair. He starts, um, it just stresses me out a little bit or, you know, who knows if he would actually nap sometimes, you know, one time we actually got really lucky and the whole race or the whole time we ran, but, um, either, you know, cause Mike wasn't sure. I mean, he was still hurting. Like you're not really supposed to run too far. Also, I just want to say when we talk about our mile times, anybody listening in that does I don't want to say doesn't know anything about running, but they'd be like, wow, that's a really slow mile. Well, yeah, because you're running 13 of them. <laughs> There's uh, one of our friends, Abby. She, um, I almost unfollowed her because she's almost too good. Like she just picks up running and she one day decided that she's going to run a sub two hour <laughs> marathon and she did it, which good for her. But you know, it's, you can't compare yourself to others, especially if you're either just starting out or you, you know, have never done this before or you're getting back into physical activity. But I had made my mind up. I was going to run it by myself and I wanted to run earlier in the day because, um, I don't know if it's an Indian summer or what, but it's starting to get a little hot, hotter here now where it was kind of cooling off. So um, had a lot, we ate at my parents the night before at a baked potato, you know, just proper carbs. Um, the benefit that I did not have 
was I'd asked Mike if I could stay at a hotel the night before so I could get a good night's sleep before the, um, my race. He did not take me up on that. So Cal woke up at 4 a.m. teething. I don't know. These incisors are a cruel joke. But um, so we were pretty much up from 4 a.m. on. Somebody went back to sleep, but that's okay because I got up, had my cups of coffee. If you know, you know. Um, had two of Dave's killer bread, two slices of that, peanut butter, a banana, bunch of electrolytes, um, and got ready and I headed out by myself for the first time ever. It was my first solo run. I had attempted running outside multiple times throughout my whole life. And I don't know if I would start the pace too fast and I would just tire out. Like I just could never accomplish what I had set out to do, but, um, there's a rail trail, like it connects through the county we live in and the next county and keeps going. It's, I don't know how long it is. Um, I'm not going to make anything up, but, um, Mike had actually downloaded a new playlist because he knew there was going to be service where he was going to be at. And it was, let's find the real name of it. Um, I just want to say it was just a bunch of throwbacks. Like I, some of them came on in the bars in college. Um, top running pop songs. That is what it called the playlist on Spotify. Um, so I stretched. I think I got there. I wanted to start running by 930 and I started, or I want to be there by 930, but got there at nine, stretched, kind of did some dynamic warmups and, um, I put on the playlist and the first, I felt really great for the first half. Like I was running the one big piece of advice that Mike gave me was start out slower than you think you need to. Um, and I took that to heart. I, my first mile <laughs> split was 13 minutes and I'm not, I'm okay with that <laughs> because I kept telling myself like, I have so many more to go. And this is, this, this is the longest that I've ever ran. Um, so, um, I ran a mile and a half out the other way. And so then I had a turnaround and then I started where we usually start, which has a five mile run portion. And then there's like a turnaround gate at the next County. Um, so with AirPods, I remember texting Mike just to make sure I took the gels. I got the gels. I got a waffle. I had, instead of a flip belt, I don't know if I've had some problems with my flip belt and I don't know if it's just because it sits too tight on my hips, but my stomach would always get messed up mid run. And that just wasn't something that I wanted to deal with. So I could actually purchase a vest and I actually really liked it. So I had everything kind of held my phone, my keys for my car and my water bottles and my waffle. And then I had shorts with pockets. So I was able to put my gels in there, but, um, past a couple people that, looked way more into running than I did, but I, you know, I just waved at them, kept going because I think, you know, it's gonna be true. Everyone's running a race, whether it's in life or anything. So, um, like I said, I felt pretty good, did the turnaround. So halfway, it was like six and a half miles. I remember I messaged Mike and I told him I was halfway there and then I messaged and he actually texted me, like, I think it was like mile four and he, he said, good job, babe, you're crushing it. And I almost started crying. I don't know why. I think I was just very emotional. And then I texted my mom and you. And then at halfway mark is actually eight miles for me. Like I say halfway mark, but halfway of the trail. So I turned around and there's these couple segments like in my mind that I know that I like they're mile markers for me. And one's like this 
straight away that is nothing but sun. And then there's like a little like park that we run through and then a town and then there's the fence. So coming back, I ran through the town and it was kind of starting to heating up. It was like 70, 72 degrees. Um, cause it felt awesome when I first started. It was cool. It was like 66, 66 I don't know. Um, mid sixties and then, um, started feeling worse and worse. And then I knew, I think I maybe got it in my head. Um, but I was just really dreading that once it's like a mile length and it is just brutal, especially when you've been running so long and it's just scorching down. And I was actually running out of water. Like I remember eating my, a piece of my waffle just to get me through it. And I saw this girl running. She had almost the same vest as I did on. And I just remember giving her a thumbs up. Oh, let me just say this. I had to trick myself into acting like I was at a race because I want, I think a portion of like, other than his hard work, but the reason why Mike did so well is because it was like the adrenaline, you know, like feeding off other people and there's energy and everyone's cheering you on. I didn't have that. So I, every time there was a leaf that would come out over the path, I would high five it <laughs> and, um, the music helped, but, um, so running and I also didn't have any water stations. So I ran out of water right before that sunny spot and I remember texting my dad and telling him like I needed encouragement and at 10.33 miles I just started I just stopped and I started walking and I was like I can either like give up completely and just walk the rest of the way or I can like run a little bit so I tried to run a little bit more and I think it was like 11 miles I was I just texted Mike well I got a notification on my watch that, like, we have the ring doorbell that Mike was leaving, like, someone was leaving, and I had a feeling that he was going to be there, so I texted him, I was like, I'm just having a really hard time, and, um, I don't know if it was just, like, me, like, vocalizing that it was hard, but I just decided that I was going to run because the only, like, he would never be disappointed at me for just like stopping or whatever, but he, you know, I would be disappointed myself. So I was just like, I'm just going to run until the end. And I think I had less than a half a mile to go. And then there's this out of this corner, it's just Mike and Cal and they just start waving. And I was just, it just meant a lot to me. So I started crying and then I was like, I need to stop crying because I'm not breathing at all. And I just, um, I didn't take my AirPods out. I didn't really look at him too much because I think I was going to lose it. And I didn't realize that Mike was recording so he could record the finish, but he didn't know how much longer I had to go. So he actually sent me, what, at least three minutes of you just recording me running. But um, I uh, where I thought I was going to have to stop, it wasn't exactly. I was like, I can stop at the car or I can keep going. So I just, I just anyways, I just kept going. And... Um, immediately after I was just like, do you have any water? And, um, I just really surprised myself. I think I should say that because I mean, even like, I don't know, maybe, maybe next time, like a good night's sleep before water stations would really help. But, um, like I said, I've never done that. I've wanted to run a half marathon since 2015. Like before I met Mike, I was actually running and I, it's going to a little gross, but I got an ingrown toenail, so I had to get it surgically removed, so I had to quit running, um, and then I met Mike, and then we just, I mean, we would work out together, but it wasn't, we never really ran, but, um, 
but that's that's that um recovery wise i've started i mean we have this muscle rub we got it like at the farmer's market it's got eucalyptus and some aloe in it i'm not sure what it is but it feels nice it's like a organic uh icy hot and then i foam rolled a little bit made sure i just hydrate a lot and i don't feel as bad as I thought I would. And I think it's because I stretched afterwards. I kind of really prepared myself so I wasn't just underfueled. Um, I actually finished, we thought, there was a point where I felt so good. I was like, I'm going to finish this in 2.30. And then the mental barrier hit. But I finished it in two hours and 44 minutes. And I'm okay with that. But, um, so Mike, what do you think you would do next? Like, we have our, we have a turkey drought on Thanksgiving to run. It's 5K. But what do you think, like, we've already signed up for the half marathon in Pittsburgh in May. What are you going to do differently to get ready for that one? Um, well, we're going to start next week a program called Fast Fall. Um, and I was created by... Track Club Babe. Track Club Babe. On the Instagram. On Instagram. And also T Underface is her husband. Oh, I thought it was Tunderface. <laughs> well, his name is Tyler. Oh, probably not. Okay, anyways. Yeah. But, so they have like a fast fall, fast 5K, fast marathon, and they're creating a fast half marathon too. But she just had her baby, if you want to look her up. She, I think, did it at home and unmedicated, so props to that lady. Mother runners. Well, we've got about six weeks until the turkey trot. So we're going to do this fast fall program, which is kind of like an off-season. Work on your speed, lower distances, which is I'm excited for. And I think my new goal for the turkey trot 5K is to go under 27 minutes. After I was able to do no, I'm 29 on my last three miles of my half marathon. So I want to get faster and stronger, I guess, for next for the next run. Um, yeah. For the Pittsburgh, which I don't know if I'll be able to run a faster time because it's going to be a lot hillier of a course, I think, and probably out. In the sun, there's not going to be as much shade running through the city and stuff. Yeah. But there will be... Noon, don't they? Or they'll have... Um... Yeah, they're going to probably have a lot more lot more water stops. Way more people around watching, spectating. Um... And gels. Gel stations. Uh, yeah. I think, for me, I think I'm just going to, like... Take the even if you know whatever. I don't like running it when my kids off work because it's too hot, which that'll change because we're heading to a new season here. Um, but really, uh, staying consistent with my runs and strength training because that is something I did. I think I did it once, honestly. That's what I did really bad, just not staying consistent with my strength training. And um, I got really lucky. There was a couple times that I was like, man, something's coming on, something's pulled or something, but I just you know listening and I don't know but um I think for obviously I want to do better on the Pittsburgh now that I know that I can do it um I think 
um, sleeping well the night before, really taking advantage of that. Um, and I don't know, but for the 5k coming up, my goal, because the only other 5k I've ran this year was in May and that's where I had my stress fracture. We, we both ran 33 minutes and I would like to get under 30, um, because there is a 5k in June. That's like a, it's a local one here and I want to do really well on that one just because it's, it's our turf. It's where some of it's where we actually like run. So that's one of my goals, but, um, sub 30 on my 5k, which I don't care if someone says that, so I don't care. And then I would like to maybe 2.30. Is that ambitious, overly ambitious for the half? I don't think so, because if you take into consideration that you walked a little bit on this one. I did. Probably at least five minutes. I mean, added five minutes to your time, probably. And we've got fast fall probably take a couple months really focus on strength training during the winter and then maybe what four months out from our Pittsburgh half marathon we'll do another you know half marathon training plan build up and hopefully stick to it better better. yeah um, and, and improve both of our times, which I don't think I ever actually said my finish time, but I oh, ended yeah. up finishing in two hours and 19 minutes, which was a big surprise for me. I was really yeah. happy with It's 20 minutes faster. Um, now, you've mentioned it. What's what's up next other than this half marathon? What do you want to do now? I don't know. We've yeah. talked about triathlons yeah um there's one that i just heard of recently in the same area where we did well where i did my half marathon instead of swimming you actually kayak so you run i think the run is first so it's it's a 5k run and then it's like a four mile kayak down the river and then it's like a 10 minute or 10 mile bike so I think that would be pretty cool. Yeah. And then maybe eventually a full marathon. Yeah. I think I'd like to do one full marathon at this point, just to do it. I don't know if that'll be something that we consistently do. Oh, that's All our right. cue. Great yeah. place to finish. Gal is crying. Yeah. All right. Well, thanks everyone that's tuned in for episode three. Sorry, uh kept you waiting so long um like i said it's just kind of been rough in life and work and um if you're a healthcare worker and you are struggling through these times um i'm sorry and my heart's with you and i it like i said last time it has to get better it has to um anyways um get out there and run thanks